What's good, Footy Culture fam? My name is Matthews, aka Matt, aka Matazinho, and today, boys, today we're coming at y'all with season three, episode ten of the Footy Culture Podcast. Once again, I'm joined today by Dan, freshly back. I'm Dan. back, boys. Mr. Europe, finally back. Three weeks, man. It was a long time. Jeez. We were able to catch a lot of games. I think we watched. I think I watched like five games. Yeah, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about. Dave's it. still there, so he's getting to enjoy a little bit more. He's got to catch a, little, a few more games than me, but it was a long time, man. Did you guys miss me? Chris did, I know for Barely sure. Barely not. Did I know Chris did. Anyways, oh, on the college, we got a man like Jimmy, <laughs> rocking that Dortmund. Hello. And then man like Chris. Awkward squad on the couch over here. <laughs> they told me to stop being awkward in my intro, so I'm not going to be awkward anymore. So, hey. It's okay. I, got you, I, brought you, I brought you a little something for... Uh, oh, snap. What's this? Gift time. I got him a little... Uh, Jeez. A, a little, little Milano, Milano game against um, Juve that we watched. A memorable game. 2-0 victory for Milano. This is for Chris. I don't want Damn. that. Okay. It's for Chris. A good, good performance. A little gift, eh? Juventus. And then I, I brought Matthew something, too. Nah, bro. Madrid, <laughs> get that out of here, bro. Matthew something, Get too. that out of here. I don't there want that. Go. It's a nice kid, but... I brought Matthew something, Not too. for me, bro. Not for a cool letter like me, bro. Nah, chill. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even touch me, bro. It's already... Touch me before in men's league. That's enough. Nice bro. kid. Nice no, it is a nice kid. Can't lie. Rate it? No, it's unreal. Nice detailing. Like, on, the, on the number there. Yeah. yeah. Probably one of the nicest kids I've seen. Yeah. That's dope. So I had to bring a couple of things back, you know? Yeah, but uh, tell you us about your time in Europe, bro. Uh, where'd you go? Um, First landed in Manchester. No, London. Then we took a train to Manchester. Um, We were able to catch the Manchester Derby. Jeez. What was that like? Unfortunate loss by uh, United. But it was it was a crazy game, nine goals, high scoring, bro. Hat trick from uh, Foden, hat trick from Haaland, crazy. Which is like, not many get to see, obviously in person as well, which For is sure. crazy. And then um, a couple of nice goals from United. I think Bruno scored one. I think Martial scored a penalty. Oh no, Martial scored two, and then Anthony scored one. Mm. So I couldn't wear my jersey because the fans that the fans there were pretty. Well, oh, you didn't wear it at all. I couldn't. Or like, did you change it after? No, something. I didn't wear it at all. No, no, because really? they tell you like, don't don't wear anything. Because especially if you're not in like the United like zone, like yeah. I was sitting obviously with the like the like um, the city fans. Uh. That's the tickets we already get. But they tell you like, make sure you don't bring anything. And really? they, even a couple of people that I saw were wearing United stuff. Like they were just getting like slandered on. They were just getting like yeah, like <laughs> just everything, heckling. Everything was being thrown at them. Really, yeah. So they wore they wore a United kit, but he was lucky enough to wear like a shirt on top of it, so he was able to button up and like hide <laughs> just it. <laughs> <laughs> so um, even like the security guard, we got off the train. He's like, "Hey, buddy, like make sure you cover that." Jeez, but, like really? we thought, like this guy's obviously a City fan. He's probably just saying that as like a a shit, like a, you know, trying to tell you like, "Yo, yeah. the team sucks." Like yeah. cover it up. But no, like he's serious. Like no, you didn't want you guys up. get your ass kicked, damn, bro. Yeah. So it's like that, eh? Because like. There was a couple moments where, like, United fans were just walking by and, like, cheering, and then the City fans were just going on, like, sit tight, sit tight. <laughs> and they're just singing. All four of them. They're just singing, campione, champion. Ole, ole, ole. But, like, and then the United fans are going to go back and all this shit. But as soon as the game started going, they kept cheering, they kept cheering, and then goal started going in. Saw a lot of United fans walking out of the stadium early. I can imagine, and bro. Were you one of them? No, no, no. I got to enjoy I it. I'm not leaving. I had, I had to stay. I had to stay. It was, it was a great, overall, great experience. Amazing atmosphere. Was that the, that you had, right? Yeah, world-class stadiums. Um, it's crazy. They don't let you drink, bring the, your beers to the seat. So I had to, like... Yeah, really? you got to, like, drink it, like... No, it's because... <laughs> we wanted to go sit down and, like, enjoy a drink. So we're like, hey, let's just grab a couple beers. We just grab some. And then, like, we're walking in. And then the lady's like, no, you can't come in. You got to really? finish your beer, like, in the area where they buy stuff, right? Yeah. 
It's like, fuck, I just chugged the whole fucking beer. We all chugged our beers and we walked in quickly. I guess so, like, those angry fans can't just, like, chuck them at, like, they'll, people they'll or, or, or uploaders. Even at right? other stadiums, like, they'll, they'll make sure that there's no caps on top of your bottles or whatever beers you have. Like, you can only take certain things to your seat. So, you can definitely tell, like, the f- culture there at the stadiums is a lot more intense. Intense, a lot more passion. And then yeah. definitely, like, just the experience in general is crazy. So we caught that game, and then we caught the Milan uh, Juve game. Yeah, that atmosphere was pretty crazy too. James was there. We already got the experience. That, that was at James. the San Siro, right? San Siro. Uh, probably one of the best, better games I saw with atmosphere-wise with the really, fans, because yeah. we were right underneath the uh, Juve fans, because they're sitting right behind us. Yeah, and like the glasses there, so they don't like do anything and stuff like that. But first goal going in, cheering. Second goal going in, cheering. But. You made a friend too. The Juve the Juve <laughs> fa- fans kept going. They kept cheering all game long. That shows the passion. But the the Milan fans were definitely definitely there, to, and they they showed heart. So it was good. It was a good game overall, though. Mm-hmm. Great game. Yeah. Then they watched the Barca game. Camp Nou. It was a bi- really really Fortress. big stadium. Really really massive stadium. Like eighty something thousand. You'd want watching. the only thing was with Camp Nou, is yes, it's a big stadium, but it's not. You don't see a lot of like a lot of casuals. You don't see a lot of um like. Heart, like diehard fans. Diehard fans. You probably saw them like the smaller areas where like the actual like local sit and like yeah. the actual like um, ultra sit. But it's obviously uh, the the club itself is a big club, so you're obviously gonna see a lot of people, tourists like myself that were there. A lot of people like Asians. Yeah, I think most of the ticketing world. comes from tourists. That's the like, thing is like clubs like that, clubs like Madrid, clubs like United, and the bigger clubs like half their fan base is world. Yeah, the other half is like, maybe bro. local. Yeah, I would even say half. I'd probably say like. Probably quarter, more. no, I say quarter. Like a big core of a percentage of the fans is definitely like global, global, right? I don't think, I don't think, ha- I don't think, I think half of all those stands are probably like people who actually go and like travel to watch those games. Yeah, I don't think, I think it has to be more than half. Probably, well, in the, probably somewhere like Barcelona, probably more than half because the stadium's yeah. so large. Yeah, and it's like, and like even if it's full, they can still could add more. You can sell your <laughs> tickets, and you know, you can still add more. Like if they had a hundred thousand, they'd probably fill it up too. So. Yeah. And I was at a Celta game, which is obviously not the biggest game, and I got some decent tickets. And um, that was pretty full. So that was good. It was a good experience, good game. I think it was only 1-0. Mm-hmm. I think the only goal came from Pedri, which is nice. But um, as the last couple minutes of the game, you were even saying, I was even saying, talking to you guys, I'm like, dude, like, Ter Stegen's keeping them in. Yeah, bro. The last, like, keep five, He's been last, great, great this season so far, The last bro. five, ten minutes of the game, just Celta kept going, kept going, kept going. And then, like, I don't know, Barca just kind of, like, sat back. Mm-hmm. But it was, a good, that was a good game, and I was able to catch a nice um, EuroLeague game. Jeez, the League? No, no, Euro League. Ba- oh yeah, basket, basket, basketball. Barca basket, Barca yeah. basket. That was a good atmosphere too. Like, yeah, you sent us some videos in the group chat. To hear, like, it's just picture football fans inside like a smaller stadium. So like, they're going. There's ultra. They're just cheering all game long, which is pretty crazy. I got some decent tickets there. The other footy games I went to go watch was uh, at the Metropolitano at the Tico Madrid for Wanda. Uh, Wanda, Wanda, bro. It's not called the Wanda anymore. Oh, it's not. No, it's the mother sponsor. Oh, it's not called the Wanda anymore, but. That stadium was the nicest stadium. Yeah. Like, I think it's like the newest. The modern, newest, the most modern, into, right? like the lighting, everything, like, like yeah. the light show they Looking had beautiful, on bro. when the goal scored. I liked a lot where, oh, we were sitting high, but we got to see where a lot of the fans in the lower level had like a, a larger like um, like area to hang out before entering your seats. Like that, I don't forget that area. I don't know what it's called, but like, I guess fans zone like where you get your drinks and stuff. Like also like this really really large area. You don't you're not really like tight. Cram, yeah. you're not yeah. crammed. Like you're really spread out, which is pretty cool. The stadium was just it was beautiful. It wasn't like in the city either. Like it was out of the city, so it was like mm-hmm. a lot of like space around the stadium too to like hang out and stuff. Yeah. So that was beautiful. 
and the last one was obviously that old, old Trafford. Mm. Beautiful, yeah. beautiful. What was that like, bro? That stadium was. I got some decent seats. They're a little pricey, but decent seats. I think maybe I'm biased, but that's probably the best game I experienced, just because I don't know. Maybe I looked paid, paid attention to the football a bit more because yeah. obviously I was watching the football the whole time, not much recording, but the fans were cool. Too. I was right in the middle. But the football was just, it was a good game to watch because United were like, obviously, like, there's good games and bad games. Yeah, yeah, for sure. There's good games and bad games. So this was one of their good games that they're actually, like, able to, like, step up and play against, like, a decent side with, with Tottenham. And especially against the games they've had a couple games recently against um, Europa League against, like, the smaller sides. Mm-hmm. They won't even coming out, like, 1-0 games. But obviously, Ronaldo not even, like, being brought in. Or maybe there's some whole drama that came up at, from that game, too, where Ronaldo didn't want to come in or something like that. Then he, like, leave, like, the bench, whatever. And he just, left like, the bench, out. like, right before the game even ended. He didn't even, like, wait for the players to come back into the change That's room. Crazy. He kind of, like, left the stadium early, which sucks because I obviously wanted to watch him play. Yeah, for sure. But end of the day, like, that would have been the cherry on top. Yeah, yeah. But I already had the full Sunday. Like, that, that game was just beautiful. I was there a couple hours early. It was pretty a good atmosphere. Even, like, going to, like, the stores of, like, all these stadiums were pretty cool. Like, yeah. before and yeah. after the game, like, they're packed. So, overall, great experience. Would I do it again? Hundred percent. What I was like, what I always tell James and the other guys, like, it, we did a lot of like jumping back and forth in yeah, countries because we like went to like much. four or five different countries. Even like catching trains, catching flights in between, it was like a little bit hectic. Yeah, yeah. not a lot of people would have been able to do it. Like what I did was pretty like <laughs> catching like trains here, there, make sure they're on time because if any delays, like you're screwed over. And like the last two days, I was just jumping between flights, to getting stressful. back and forth. It was a little stressful, but we we got it done. I'm, I'm home. We <laughs> did. But it was a great atmosphere, great, great time, great, like, just experience overall. Definitely do it again, but probably smaller, more locally, stay within a couple countries, not too many, so. That's dope. Beautiful experience, man. I brought some things back, added to the wall, so we're good to go. So, recap, best stadium you visited? Most, uh, best looking stadium when in the sea would have to be the Wanda. Okay. But, like, the atmosphere outside the stadium would have to be the San Siro because even James there, like, we were saying, like, there's, like, all these food trucks set up, all these, like, trucks with, like, scarves selling mar- merchandise are set up. You're making the paninos. So, like, you're really the... eating, like, paninos and beers, like, before the game. Like, you can really go to a game, like, two hours before and you're just chilling. You're just vibing and mm-hmm. with your friends. just like, yeah. music playing. And, like, you're just eating, just, just chucking beers. Like, that's a great experience, too. Can you go to that part without a ticket or do you need a ticket to get into that? No, you can get to oh, that can part. Go by, yeah, you just go without a ticket. ticket. Anybody can go, yeah. So you're, you're just chilling before the game and just grabbing drinks. Um, I don't think you can really sit down and watch a game there, but it's kind of like pre-game. like Pre and post. Pre and post, yeah, pre and post. You kind of just chill out before Pretty the cool. game. So, which is cool because you don't see that much here. You know, TFC games, yeah, like once the game's done, you kind of just go home. Yeah. So, yeah. Like if you go to a couple of bars outside, but you don't really like stay within the area, talk about the game a little bit with some local fans and stuff like that. Yeah. So. True. And then best football you saw? Best football I saw? That game at Old Trafford? I, I think it's because it's most recent recent one I watched. Yeah, obviously yeah. it's a United game. I think that one had to be the most one. Okay. But that was like an exciting game too. Like even just like watching it from from mm-hmm. home, like it was like. It was a good game. It's crazy because like, like we shot we shot Tottenham down like quick yeah. and early. Like yeah. Kane and Son had nothing all game. Mm-hmm. Anthony was pretty doing pretty good work in the, in the, on the wing. Everyone did well. Even Martinez was looking like, bring, like shutting down Kane. Yeah, he's a machine. He's been so pretty good. He was doing really well. Yoris had a good game. That game, I think he had Surprisingly. like some super amount of saves on us, which we could have scored a couple more games. I know Rashford could have scored like two goals, but it's probably recency biased. Yeah, that game for sure. And then favorite city, favorite city, probably Milan. Milan, maybe because James was there, so we got to like go out to see the city a little yeah. bit more. We got to go drink, vibe. go yeah. eat. 
party a little bit at night. Look I swear like, you were saying Milan like looks like Brampton a little bit, no? <laughs> when like low key like in some areas like it, it wasn't like no you're <laughs> when you call me that I'm like what do you mean <laughs> or a hotel or Brampton eh? Or hotel was I don't think so. Not nah, like, a bad driving, bro. It, <laughs> yes, one. I remember my Uber, the first Uber driver we had, like that picked us up from the train station, taking us to the hotel. He was like, God. So he was like cussing out people that were just driving around him. But it just like some of the areas, like just walking from like the hotel to like the main area, was kind of sketch. But the actual main areas were beautiful. But experience wise, like Dan said, I think it was nice because we were all kind of together and we kind yeah. of all got to experience it together and. Yeah. You know, we went out for dinners. We went out for drinks. Like, we went to, like, a, like a club. Even, like, Dan met Timo, just, Timo Werner, <laughs> you know? Even just, like, hanging out. And you can see, like, the football atmosphere in, like, the cities that we've been in. Like, mm. they've all had a part of it somehow. Like, Barca fans, you always see them on the on the field, like, walking anywhere. Even in Milan, a lot of, like, football around. Like, even just, like, billboards, people's stores, like, restaurants had, like, players, stuff on there. Like, something football-related. Yeah. Which is beautiful to see. But I'm sure every city was is beautiful, obviously, but... We got to experience the nightlife a little bit more in Milan, which I, I liked. But again, all the cities are beautiful. Did any place like exceed you, like your expectations? Like, wow, this is like a, way better than I thought it'd be. Um, not so much. I think, obviously, like, just the, it's just I, the whole culture, the European culture is what really yeah, like, just different than North up. America. Yeah. I don't think any place specifically like stood out more than the other because yeah. they're a lot. They're really s- similar, obviously, with like those. The lifestyle. Obviously, you have your architecture. You have the way people are or add, like, the, their culture and stuff. But just the the actual, like, European, like, culture in general is what kind of, like, changed my look, like my life a little bit. Because yeah. it's just so laid back, man. Like, you're just drinking beers halfway through the day. You're just... Nighttime games, eh? Nighttime games are so different, man. That's, yeah, that's, that, a, vibe. that's a vibe. Yeah. That's a vibe, 100%. Even like, just, like, watching footy at night, like, going to, like, a bar at night. And yeah. just, like, watching a footy game at, like, 9 p.m. was just, like, a totally different vibe than, like, watching in the afternoon or the morning. Like, I don't know what it was, but just something about it just, like, it just hit different. You know, like, the pubs, like, were packed. Like, even, like, being in Amsterdam, like, just pull up to a random pub. Like, Ajax weren't even playing. Like, there was Barca and Liverpool playing. And there was, like, an Inter fan there. There was, like, oh, yeah. a group of Barca guys. There was these two shorties from from Liverpool watching the, the Liverpool game. So, just, like, everyone kind of comes together and just, like they're watching the footy at night and it was just like, you don't really see that as much here. Just, I think it's just because of the timing, like it's hard for people to kind of yeah, have a place to go watch it, you know, but the contrast to grow too. Obviously MLS is different because those are our night games. Yeah. Besides that, like our night games here is other than what hockey, basketball, yeah. yeah, football. But even then you don't see many people go out and enjoy that. Like the sport. Yeah. As much as they do in it's Europe, different, yeah. whatever sport it is, like you'll have locals just go to like bars and just drink and chill. But I think it's a lot more accessible there because there's a lot of like just kind of bars and things everywhere to go. People kind of just do that to like hang out all the time. They kind of just go to bars and it's nothing like it's like you have to go and have a full out meal or dinner to like go. You and just hang have out, a drink, you, you socialize, you watch the game. game. Like it's harder here because if people think like, hey, I have to go watch a sports game. I have to go to a bar, or a restaurant, I have to go watch, spend 40, 50 bucks to buy wings, drinks and beers for everyone. Yeah. Obviously, it's a little bit cheaper there because beer is a lot cheaper. The beers and wine is cheaper than water. I'm just going to say that. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, at restaurants, I had to buy a beer to like, fulfill, like, my quench my thirst a little bit sometimes. Yeah. But what would you eat at the bars, though? Like, what would you buy there? Uh, depends on the city. Depends everything there, yeah. And, like, even Italy, when we went to some places, we got, like, obviously just pizzas and stuff. But, again, like, it's kind of just, just bar food. 
But overall, like, yeah, then that those night games, the experience is going to bars sometimes and, like, just watching, like, obviously you had, like, different fans because we were in London one game. You had Liverpool fans, you had Spurs fans all playing during Champions League games. Yeah. And then we were the only ones watching, I think, Barca versus Inter. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah. That's the one where Barca lost against Inter. I think it was one nothing. <laughs> yeah, something but, like that. What are you laughing at? Yeah, like, that in general, like, even Barca if that Barca culture Barca. was brought here, of just even, and it could be any sport, but, like, just going to hang out and just, just drinking, you're chilling out, and, like, you're just... You don't have to necessarily be sitting down, but you're just like just chilling and watching a game. Yeah. I'm sure it's here locally, but you have to just kind of find the spot maybe. But it's just different when it's football. Yeah, for sure. Just football is different. So like you get to see and you see like other fans just cheer. The one guy's team's losing. Yeah. So it's just it's just it's it's different. It's, I, I enjoyed it because as much as we're like we're in London, we're in Manchester, we're in Toronto, we're in wherever we are. Like there's just football fans from all over the place there. Yeah. Like you're in London, but you still have like a Milan fan watching a Milan game. Like there, there's culture from everywhere, and just the football was just was huge and was a great experience. That's all. So, would you rate the trip? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Minus the traveling. Minus the traveling. All that. It was a lot of traveling. I took like five planes like in two days. Jeez. Or no, like three frequent four, flyer over three, here. Four yeah. planes in like two days, and three trains in like two days. Clear miles. But besides all that, the the trip was obviously like it was beautiful. I think I'll definitely like a, a nine. Oh. I'd give it a ten if it was a lot more like smoother. Yeah, <laughs> not so much like jumping around everywhere. And um, no, it was just beautiful. It was beautiful. It was exp- it was pricey. Obviously, you're gonna pay for what you get. But yeah. obviously, if you obviously want to be that and like ball out, you can definitely experience a lot more. But for what I did and what I was able to like get for myself and enjoy was was well worth it. Dope, dope. Yeah, man. So. You guys got to come next time. What the hell? Yeah, you guys are you guys you guys, you guys goof. You guys are tripping, man. <laughs> next time you guys need to come, man. I don't know, bro. I don't know how you can sit there and not want to like watch your team play live at like their home fortress. I'm I'll not, do it in the metaverse. I want to. Go. <laughs> uh, the flight's not even bad, man. Okay. Don't worry about that. Easy to say that. That's in the future. No, because I, I understand. Like, yeah, there's there's moments where like, okay, like, you're nervous, you whatever. Nervous, like. Honestly, when I go and travel, I'm like, dude, I'm doing this for a reason. Like, I want to experience it. Shit happens, shit happens. Like, yeah. fuck, if you're not, if you're, you can die tomorrow <laughs> walking out your front door. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, yeah. obviously, there's moments where, like, you get, like, a little, like, oh, shit, like, what's happening kind of thing. But it's, it's. Once you, like, get to that, like, I remember when I pulled yeah. up to the Signal Iduna and, like, I just got in the stadium and, like, I walked up and saw the pitch. I was, like, a little kid. Yeah, it's like, I was just, like. Even until now, like, it doesn't even feel like I left. It feels like I didn't even leave. It's crazy. Like, yeah. Like, it's like, dude, I was just at, like, Old Trafford. I was just at Camp Nou. I was just like, wow. Yeah. And I get to kind of just look at the pictures again and be like, shit, like, dude, I was there. And watching the videos and stuff. Like, even, like, I remember just seeing that. I remember I just, like, watching, like, the player just passing the ball around. I'm just like. Because it's so hard. Like, you want to experience here, it in the like, moment. But, like, it's yeah. just, like. You're just it happens it's so kinda, quick, it's, too, it's, bro. It's so fast. I think the longest, like, the one game that I felt I, was, like, I, get to, I got to enjoy was the United game. Yeah. Like, it felt longer. It just, it was just, I don't know. I just enjoyed it. I just, it I just soaked it all in. Yeah. And like the other ones, like obviously watch, I enjoyed, but like it's kind of like living it. But the other one, I just kind of like soaked it all. You in. You soaked it all in, like the atmosphere, yeah. the stadium, and it's like, and you're just cheering with the fans, like it's different. Yeah. So, dope. Yeah, man. <laughs> but yeah, speaking of United, they played uh, Chelsea over the weekend. Cheeky one-one draw. Bit of a, a bore. IMO. You think so? I didn't get to watch it because I was uh, just a little um, busy at the moment at the time, but um. From what the moments I did see, 
they brought a similar play style and similar players that they brought when they were play, facing against Tottenham. Mm-hmm. Obviously, obviously a completely different um, different opponent here, and um, we had a lot of chances. I think Kepa kept a lot of a uh, kept yeah, Chelsea in yeah, a Kepa made some saves, bro. Kepa kept Chelsea in a couple of times, and we just didn't finish our chance. I think Rashford too. He had a couple of chances. Obviously, there's that one penalty which was unfortunate, but and then we were able to get that one one result by Casimiro, nice header. Bro, you see the passion after his goal, bro? Yeah. yeah. Crazy. Like, a man that's, like, achieved so much success, won X amount of Champions League, X amount of leagues, and, like, he's scoring an equalizing goal like that, and he still celebrates like that. I think like it's, it's definitely, like, if he was if he was brought into a team that, like, already had success and already had, like, everything already ready for them, it's different because, like, you're already seeing results, right? And then, like, so you're coming in and they're still seeing results. It's like, okay, like, we're just doing our job here. But, like, yeah. if, you're bringing, if you're a player like Casimiro that's being brought in, obviously you're not starting from the beginning because you're still kind of, like, adapted to the team. The team's going through some tough moments, some obviously controversy going in the change room, new management, different sides. So, like, as soon as you have your opportunities, because he was being rotated a little bit with McTominay, so if he has his opportunity, and obviously we're coming down from a 1-0 loss, a big goal, and, like, last minute, like, yeah. he definitely feel that. McTominay should not get a start for the rest of the season, man. Yeah, why? Like, even just, okay, well, obviously, like, I'm not saying he had a terrible game when he came on. But like he's the one who caused that penalty. Yeah, he did. That's just from short temper. Who's the guy that that got the penalty again? That striker. I got fouled. Yeah, it's uh the the young guy. Broya. 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 Uh, he was, you, you see him like before the the corner got taken. He was pushing yeah, yeah. McTominay, getting in his head. I guess McTominay was getting pissed off or something. And he grabbed and he, he like hugged them, which was weird. Yeah. That's and McTominay. The foul. That was the foul, right? Yeah. Stupid. He, he pretty much grabbed him to the ground. It, Obviously, every player is going to like kind of flop in that moment, but it was stupid to kind of hold yeah. him like that. But at the same time, like, I don't know. There's some questionable calls sometimes. Not that it was... No, that it, was... No, it was a penalty, but, like, you, sometimes you're going to be, like, the ref was also, like, very kind of dope a little bit. But, but yeah. yeah. But that just shows, like, that's not that's not a smart play. For, me. If for if you're a professional player, you shouldn't... You got to keep your head. Yeah. You can't you can't be letting him get into your head like that. But, yeah. Mind games, bro. Casemiro <laughs> is obviously the player CDM, so I don't know why he starts doesn't start it. He started. I mean, laughing. I guess like Dan was saying, like, he's coming to a new team. Like, yeah, get used to the tactics it's and whatnot. Metal. No, hundred percent. But at the same time, that's like, what Ten Hag was saying. Though. That that midfield is being rotated a lot because you it's we came from a team that was playing two holding mids with yeah. one attacking, which is Bruno, right? And we're still trying to figure out because we have so we have we have new players in every position. We have like a new winger. We still have Sancho's kind of like rotating either side. Rashford is kind of like coming out of his like hole again like he's been like hiding for so long i feel like he, this is like his season kind of like break out a little bit more yeah not a huge breakout obviously like he needs to like still do a lot more than what he's been sold like he's been like for a player that's been on the spotlight for so much he hasn't really like shown it yeah you know what i mean like being the youngest player one of the youngest players was like coming in his debut kind of being a local boy like doing all this stuff for like the kids yeah. he hasn't really stepped up and done much for like what everyone has been talking about, and like his even his like his cat his price for like the market price is sometimes you'll see like oh he goes for this much he's worth this much he isn't really shown for it so much yet. So still costs a lot from those those goals that he scored in his first year. Yeah, like that's kind of what's holding him up right now from like his first couple of years of the, his <laughs> first debut season years. tax. <laughs> but he still needs to like show a lot more. Obviously, he's the only our option right now because Ronaldo's situation and Martial I think is injured still, but. Anthony, I feel like he was able to, like, really fit into the team really well. Kind of, like, just slid right in there perfectly yeah. and just did his job. Was, he's playing with passion, really well. too. 
Because even him saying, like, he's learning a lot from Ronaldo. He's learning a lot from the players. Like, and obviously, for Ten Hag being his previous manager, like, yeah. it's easier for him to kind of adapt. Same thing with Martinez. I feel like he was able to, like, slide in really easily and nice yeah. and quickly. And was he's been doing really, really, bro. really well. And then yeah. just the defense for me is, is kind of, like, is doing its job. It's not really the problem. Like. Not the problem right now. The only problem is was for me was the midfield. But I feel like it's, we've kind of got it right now with Casimiro holding. And Erickson kind of playmaking. Erickson kind of yeah. rotating with Fred sometimes, and Bruno, because we were kind of we were playing what Bruno, Fred, and McTominay before, which wasn't it. Yeah, and that was the only option. So as soon as, as soon as you brought in Erickson and Casemiro, was definitely so, like, the support. Erickson's great. Erickson is one of the, yeah, he's one he's, of the best, probably the best midfielder in the Prem. Uh, does the oh, okay? Besides the <laughs> I forgot about the Brun, but besides the Brun, I think he might be up there, man. Yeah, he's probably top five. He, he he's he's competing with Bruno. As a teammate, as uh, one he's of better the better, than Bruno. he's better than Bruno. I would say, but obviously Bruno's definitely going to be showing the spotlight because he's like, I think he gets the GA, like yeah, he'll get yeah. like kind of that like Euro ball, Euro ball. Even the the goals here and there that he scored against, like even the top uh, the Tottenham goal he scored was kind of like, yeah, it was it was there, it was good. But yeah, I think he even he assisted Fred too. I think that game, yeah, like he'll have those games where he'll get the goal, he'll get the assist. But but I think is that he didn't Erickson didn't play that game. But if I knew yeah. if Erickson was subbed in that game, I was even at the stadium, I was watching the game. Like if Erickson gets subbed in here, like. I feel like there's a lot more service to provide because I feel like Erickson can provide a lot more creativity, a lot more options f- going forward mm. where Bruno kind of like overthinks sometimes and maybe like doesn't really choose his, the best options or maybe just slows the pace down a little bit where Erickson's kind of like get the ball and go. Yeah. Get the ball and go. So he controls the game a little bit more. Yeah. But yeah. I, I'm happy with that. And then the only thing is has to be just finding that goal score. That's it. Mm-hmm. What do you I'll think see, about the whole Ronaldo situation? I mean, you have one. Yeah, yeah, but again, like he's just not giving his his whole thing is that obviously he wants to score goals. Everyone expects him to score goals. So when he doesn't score goals, everyone's like, "Oh, he's not doing his job." Or he's not doing. You get like thirty that. minutes a game, though. That's the thing. Like you can't expect the guy to go on the pitch and then hope for the like you know expect him to score like two three goals every single time. Yeah. Like, there's no one like Haaland. There's no one like the strikers nowadays. They don't score as many as they, as like as expected. Like. The ball is sharing so is shared so much on the pitch nowadays that it goes can come from anywhere. So you can't really expect much from Ronaldo either, with, especially with the minutes he's been given and his age and his <coughs> age. So, but he's still he's still a, he's still a quality player and he's gonna do everything he can. So I just I was like, hearing uh, he might go to Miami, be Higuain's replacement. Bro, he's not allowed in the U.S., bro. Come I don't on. think that's I don't think that's come a on, thing, bro. Man. I don't think that's a thing. I don't know, bro. But right. no, I I think he needs to like. Give him one full game. He needs to get, like, kind of, like... I think he's kind of also stuck in a little rut, too. Like, it happens. Like, players... Uh, I don't know if he's going to play another game for them, man. Get out of form and, like, shit. But I don't know. We'll see how it happens. I thought Chelsea going to make another run for him in January. Yeah. Chelsea. Too. The Chelsea owner, I think he just he's a CR fanboy, man. Bro, they just want anyone at that yeah. point, bro. Todd Bowley, bro. Yeah. Just throwing the cash out, just yeah. hoping someone bites. Backing it up for CR. <laughs> I don't know. But we'll see. It, it's, uh, the season's still young. They're, they're in a little bit better form now, which is... Looking good. They're what in fifth now, I think, but they're still they're still competing. I think they're doing well. Yeah, there's just been a lot of like solid teams in the prem. Like a uh, a lot of teams have dropped points, but like they've also kind of you know made made those points up too. So you kind of have like a glut of teams from like three to like eight that are kind of pretty close in terms of points, and uh, then you kind of have like Arsenal and City that are kind of like right now at least a tier above, mm-hmm. kind of the rest. But there's like a, a lot of teams that like you know if they win their their next game that they'll be kind of you know, 
within a point or two of each other. So it's still pretty tight. Do, yeah, the right. only thing with United too, like the, the 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 team they've lost against in like the top five, top six, top seven is City. Yeah, like they beat they beat Arsenal, they beat Spurs, they tied with uh, Chelsea, right? So. And they just lost points against those smaller sides where they were kind of struggling a little bit. But yeah. now they feel like they're a little bit more of a proper, like, uh, proper 11, proper, like, everything's kind of like, like, the players, the players are getting more yeah. used to the play style. They know what their the job play is. The play style is good. The yeah. management kind of has everything together. Like, the players are set. Like, they got their shit going. So I feel like it's a lot better for them now where they can start going now and start getting those results. Yeah. Where they, they made good signings in their, their window. Yeah. I just feel like, now they're speaking with Arsenal because they're in first place to what they drew against Southampton. As soon as they start facing the teams like City, I think their game got canceled the other day, like yeah. a couple weeks ago. And then they start coming against the other teams. Like they might start dropping a little bit more points. Yeah. A couple ties here. The yeah. next thing you know, they're they're not picking up as many points. And I think, you know, by like next weekend, I think City will be top. Even Spurs this weekend, they lost against Newcastle. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Newcastle fourth good. place right now, bro. Yeah. What was uh, your prediction that you made? Your little bet? Of them being in the Champions League, I said like not how many years? like four, four or five years. Bro, it's a possibility, bro. Fourth place right now. But did it, was your bet compete or like be in? Be in Champions League. <laughs> and Dave was saying less than what you were saying. Yeah, I think it was like less than four years, like last year. So by twenty twenty five, I think. Champions we League. had like a similar bet, like not like before that too. Who? I think me and you. Like a while ago. I'm just throwing all my money against Newcastle, <laughs> huh? I don't know. But, I mean, it's still early in the season. Like, they're playing well, but it's like we've seen this before from teams in the Prem. We've seen oh, this yeah, before 100%. from teams in other leagues where, like, that one team will just, you know, make that run almost all season. Then they'll fall short. So, I think they're doing a good job. They're doing a great job, especially considering they've been doing this without St. Max and without Isak yeah. as well. Um, you know, I think their, their gaffer has been doing a great job. But I think, like... When you compare everybody else, like it's kind of, uh, they got some work to do. I think a little bit like the quality all over the pitch just isn't quite there yet. So I think like they'll, they'll have these good results, love these good games, but I think they're still like a, a couple years away from like cementing that top four spot just because everyone else around them is getting stronger too. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it was like Almiron on five and five or something like that. Yeah. He's cooking. Yeah, man. Ever, ever, off, since, uh, ever since, ever since thing called them oh. out. Yeah, he's been good. Ever since it was a Grealish. Wow, what, what do you say? Really? I think oh, it, it was Grealish. It was, it was something about like I think it was I think it was like a comment about Mares on the wing. He's like, oh, Mares has been looking like Almiron on the wing. Like, like he was playing like trash. Yeah. Like ever since then, like Almiron has like five or six times more goals than Grealish since then. Like that's crazy. Yeah, Grealish. like Grealish is one to talk. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like, what are you doing, big man? Yeah, <laughs> come on, bro. Yeah, or bro, you know who's uh been dropping off this season? Liverpool, bro. What's going on uh, at the bloody pool, bro? I no, I don't think anyone can tell you to be honest. I don't know, man. Just what was shambles. their result this weekend? They they lost, lost one nil to Nottingham. After just being right. City, though. Yeah, it's weird. Crazy how that works. These guys, they only turn up in big games, I guess. Mm. There, there's, there's something there. Their mentality wise, it's just the team's obviously good enough to win games. It's just mentality wise, they're not, they're not there. But how? They're in the Champions League final this past season, bro. No when, mentality. Once the mentality just dipped, you think that kind of ruined it? Uh, they, that they, loss? Well, yeah. Well, then you got... Money left. Know. You got people calling, like, Trent shit, uh, Trent shit again. Yeah. Robertson shit again. But you lost, like, Mane. Lost Mane. Diaz is out. Yeah. So it's like your front line is kind of makeshift versus what it was last too? season. Jota, I think, yeah. is out too. Yeah. So everyone, like, everyone thinks Nunez is shit. 
your yeah your front line is kind of makeshift. Like Salah really hasn't turned up like you know every game so far. Like he played well against City, he played good in that game against Rangers, but like every other game he hasn't really turned up yet. So I think you're feeling that a little bit. But I think also their midfield has been like piss poor this yeah. season. Like Thiago hasn't really been fit. Fabinho's looked awful this season. He hasn't been that um, You know, Harvey Elliott is, you know, just not kind of up to the, up to the level that he needs to be. Like, Kendo, same thing. Like, I think that's really the biggest thing from this, like, their midfield. Especially, like, if you look at, like, every other team in the Prem, like, they have, like, solid midfields. Like, City, crazy midfield. Arsenal, you know, they got Xhaka, crazy midfield. You know, even Newcastle, you know, with Guimaraes and uh, Jolinton. And they have a solid midfield, too. So, it's, like, I think that's where, really where Liverpool is kind of lacking right now is, like, they can't kind of take control of the game because, like, their midfield just isn't it, you know? Mm-hmm. Joyton actually played on the wing last game. Yeah. He actually played pretty play well. play everywhere, man, that guy. Another player from the Bundesliga. <clears throat> Do you yeah. think um, Liverpool get top four? No. It's looking, no. looking kind of rough right now, bro. I don't know if they could uh, secure th- that th- top four spot. I don't know. It's so crazy that, like, I think United can get top four if they keep their form. Arsenal... Like, they had a good run of games where they can, like, these, these last couple of wins have been helping them so far. Yeah. So even if they start losing a couple of games, they can still, like, reach They it. still got their points. They still yeah. got their points. They can still, obviously, scrape some points, obviously, in the rest of the season going forward. City, obviously. And it's just, like, Spurs or Tottenham for me. Or, or, even, or even, like, Newcastle. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, Spurs. sorry, Spurs or Chelsea. <laughs> he looked at me like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I looked at Matt like, he's like... Matt's a Spurs fan. <laughs> yeah, bro, I'm a Spurs fan. So uh, it's just Chelsea or Tottenham who can kind of... Sn- Obviously, fight for top four or even like a new team like Newcastle. Who knows, right? Yeah, maybe. So I think the bigger question is like, who's gonna finish second, bro? Because I feel like City they're locked on to finish first, but second, I feel like I don't know. Like I don't have a mm. like Ch- a good read. Chelsea. Chelsea, you think so? Mm. Yeah. I don't know why. Why Chelsea? I I I think United. Yeah, United. I think United. I think, really? I think Chelsea still they're they're getting results, but like it's just like it's not convincing. From where? Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> How are they getting these results right now? Right. If it's like, I think what did they sub about Cucurella like Otter early in the ball, game? Though. Didn't they sub about Cucurella like thirty minutes? They're in, playing just like w- they're playing like weird football. Because like we were we were like controlling the game thirty minutes yeah. into the game, and they subbed them out because they had to go back to a four in the back. He, he was, yeah, he was playing as a center back though. Yeah, he was yeah. playing as like a third center back, and they brought Kovacic on to kind of control the game. And he did like the sub worked, like it yeah. worked well, but it's like you know strange. I guess it's 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 strange because like usually like you know if you're a gaffer you don't usually get that wrong like that early in the game, but yeah. like. You know, I, I guess it's it's good too because he caught it, and he's like, "Okay, mm. hey, this is where we're 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 not we're not up to scratch. We need to kind of you know fix up." And, and they did, right? Because they kind of took control of the game a little bit, and they really took it to United. And then I think one one though was a fair fair result. Yeah, and then even Spurs now. I think Spurs are. Uh, I don't know if Conte is going through some shit where he's like, "Oh, yeah, maybe be there, man. they're struggling a little bit." I think bit. he wants to leave already. He looks like he wants to go to Juve. <laughs> Yeah, he, it's because once he once he starts getting these rumors, man, it's, it's so annoying. He's and a weirdo, man. You can't really depend much on Son and Kane to do everything for you anymore. Like, yeah, bro, like Son's been kind of off this season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he kind of fell off. Well, he had weird. that three goal game when he was subbed in, which was crazy against Leicester. Like, yeah. like again, like Tom he's Cold. a player that he's a player that has been is needed for a, a switch. He needs to go somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. He needed to switch a long time ago, bro. He, he's 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 been he's been like Kane. He's stuck at Spurs, bro. Yeah, yeah. Like, he ain't leaving, bro. <laughs> and like the midfield is is like half. Lackluster, like it's whatever. There's the no, there's really not a whole lot of creativity in the squad. I think last year you had Kulu who kind of came in and was kind of that spark. They don't play him anymore. But they now, play him. now they're playing like a five three two. He's kind of out of form, and now five, like two. you know they they're just not playing him anymore. But I think that's what really what they're lacking. Because like, if you look at their midfield, like you have what Hoiberg and Bentoncourt, 
There's not really a creative bone Skip. in their bodies. Like, Skip. you know, you have Oliver Skip. Like, yeah. you know, you have Emerson, Royale. Trash. Like, Harris on the wing. And then it's just like a really, them. like, it's really like a weird team. Like, I'm surprised they're in top four, to be honest. I guess that just shows that Conte can, like, you know, scrape results. But, mm-hmm. like, but it's, it's against a smaller size they're getting the results because they have to come up against City. Yeah, yeah, I don't think they beat a big team yet. They have to come up against Arsenal. They lost against Arsenal. Yeah. They faced Chelsea yet? Don't, no. don't know. I don't, don't think, think so. so. We beat them. Like they need to come up against Newcastle. Beat beat them. Like the team's just not good enough to beat the big teams. Like so. they're not. I don't, I don't think they're gonna get top four. <laughs> just thinking about, it, I don't think they're gonna get top four. Unless they like make it like some signings in January, which I don't. But think who so. though? Like in January, yeah, the thing is like very rarely do the, like game changing players like are available in January. Like very yeah, very rarely. Players usually players who don't get like that playing time with yeah. their big size that or they kind of contracts up, expiring or even like a loan out. But you won't get a big player in January. It's tough. We'll see. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, the, the season's still, there's only what, 11 games in? Yeah, the season's yeah. still young. And I think the World Cup break, too, is is something that's, like, very that different too, because it's not really normal, right? Like, usually, you know, you're playing right through, but now it's like you have this kind of month break where it's like half your team's going to be going off and they could be making a deep run into the World Cup and the other half is going to be playing friendlies against, like, who knows just to stay fit, right? So it's going to be interesting to see how that kind of changes the landscape of things too. Because, you know, like someone like Holland is going to be able to just chill back, you know, ice baths, you know, kind of get regenerated for the second half of the season where yeah. it's like every other team, like if their star players are going to be, you know, playing another month of football, they're going to come back tired. But, you know, that's one thing with City too is like, you know, their their star man is going to be chilling, resting, and second half of the season is going to be ready to score like another mm-hmm. 40 goals in the second half of the season. Like that's crazy. Kind of ridiculous. Even maybe even some of the players might be even like taking a step back just to make sure to prevent injuries for yeah. the World Cup. Yeah. Like you'd also hate to get injured right now. Yeah. Well, you saw Varane's reaction. Twenty minutes away. He might not even yeah. be that out that long, Varane. You think some players are like faking, kind of getting injured, like like a light kind of injury, so that they like rest up and don't play too many games leading up to the World Cup. Maybe, but maybe like like someone like Di Maria, I could see that because he's supposed to make it back for the World Cup now, but like he's all he's supposed to be off like forty days. But uh, Ron, no, Ron looked like he was actually like pissed, or like he thought like he was done. He was upset. What were they saying? It was it was uh, his knee or something? I think it was like a knee injury or something. But uh, who knows how bad it could be? But no, he, they said he's, he'll be fine before the World Cup. Fuck, fuck! Even like him absence for United, like him and Martinez are doing so well. Yeah, it's like now who do you bring in? Lindelof. Lindelof. That's it. Harry Maguire. <laughs> yeah, there's no. It's so crazy. I totally forgot that guy was on the team. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. I totally yeah. forgot, dude. When How do you like, miss that big head, bro? When you're watching, when I was at the game, you're watching live. When I was at the game, I didn't even realize like Maguire. You didn't see I didn't, him I didn't warming think. up. I didn't, no, I didn't. No, I didn't even think about Maguire. I'm actually crazy. <laughs> wow. I didn't even see him warm up. I swear, I didn't even I didn't even take it in. He's probably on his phone. He's probably just. I chilling swear, on his... I did not even take in like, oh the shit, like Maguire's doing like, the little rondo over there with the guys. I didn't even take it in. He probably wow. wasn't. He probably wasn't. Yeah. Wow. Oh well, that's enough. Jesus, Premier League football for me. But yeah, man. Yeah, moving on. Uh, Juve on Friday had a pretty uh, big dub over Empoli, 4-0. Whoa. I mean, not doing too well on the table right now, but every win helps, I guess, right? Everyone's going to be, oh, yeah, let's save Allegri. He's won the, the Torino and Empoli the past two games. <laughs> Sick, dude. No, they, they, didn't, they played good the past two games, but, like, it's they're too, like... You're not convinced? Yeah. They're, they're, not, they're not playing good comp? <laughs> no. I got to see, like, next... Like, I think they're going like a, a streak from here. Yeah, sure. They got to be Benfica. No, I don't want them to be Benfica. So, like, how is it? Like, the Serie yeah, A for them is pretty much. I mean, they got to get top four. That's they got to get, get top four. That's all they got to get. 
But uh, no, I don't think the group stage is not even a, like they could still make it possibly, but like there's, I'm sure like there's not very much potential there. But like there's still a possibility. But uh, do you want them to go to Europa League? No. Why? Because they don't deserve anything. They only, they deserve top four, but not not. I don't want. To, <laughs> I don't want to. That makes no sense, bro. Screw the Europa League, man. They don't deserve anything but top four. Like what? <laughs> I want to open this up to you guys because I know Screw I know Christopher's league. opinion on this, and I think it's silly. If your team is in Juventus' situation, let's say Barca United are in this situation here, would you rather see your team finish third place and go Europa League, or would you rather finish fourth place and not have any European no, football? I'd, I'd rather Europa League. I, my argument was I'd rather finish in the round of six, losing the round of sixteen, than go to Europa. That's not my question. No, no. I was joking the, about the, Europa League. The question is now is like, is there? Is there running? Because you can see the team is not the healthiest team. The team is not the team that is able to compete for really much right now. They're still missing their best players, though, right? No, yeah, but that's the thing. They're, they don't yeah. have the players to really compete for anything at the moment. Like right now, for what they have, they can't compete. Why not make a Europa run? You know, you you qualify now, for Europa League. Now, now you now you're going to Europa League. You're, you still have injured players who are looking maybe to oh, come Europa back. League's not till February but time. Now. Those players, if they're still injured, they, some players go to the World Cup, some players get injured, some players come back, some players don't come back. Like, you know what I mean? Like, then you have to start playing players who are former like, academy players, I guess. And then what? Now you're going to hinder your opportunity to get top four to even proceed into Champions League next season? Like, are you going to sacrifice going into the Europa League? Like, obviously you want the, to get the results. Obviously you're not going to just throw a, a result against Benfica. You're not going to just purposely go out there and lose the game. You're obviously going to go out there and win and get results. But now that you're in Europa League, like... The, the league is second to you, right? What are you focusing more on? Like, are you going to rest players in the league to focus on Europa no. League? Or are you going to rest yeah. players in Europa League to focus on the league? I would say Juve has a, like, not the squad, not that the squad's good, but they have a deep enough squad to play, like... You can play two, they can really you can play two comps. Yeah, they can, they can rotate in the Europa League. I'm not, I don't think they're going to go, like, crazy far in it. Like, they're not going to not try, but they'll, they'll rotate the squad enough to compete in both leagues. I mean, I'd rather be in Europa League than not be in any European competition. Yeah, I would too. I was joking no, about that. No, for sure. Obviously. But just now that you are in Europa League, you're still fighting for the league. Like, the league is so competitive for them that are you going to get top four? Well, maybe it's good. You have that Europa League game midweek to kind of wake the players up. You know, maybe they get too complacent and you got that midweek game, get, get them fired uh, up. Yeah, like, even... Get their confidence going. Maybe Vlahovic will score a couple. You know, even just getting like those, those those substitute players are going to be playing in whatever league and they're playing. You get the match fit. Get you get the going. match ready. You know. But is the league like really like a viable goal for Juve? They're what ten points behind like, first place. Like the to win it. Yeah, not to win it. No, I don't think so. <laughs> but isn't that the goal? I, no. I mean, it could be. I don't know how good they're going to be with these two players. Like they're they're pretty shit without them or three players, Di Maria. Like they're pretty shit without those players. So we'll see how good they become. Do you think if, top four is realistic? If they. Yeah, it should be. Because if you have Di Maria, Di Maria Pogba, Chiesa, that's just so much creativity. So let's, say they all, let's say they all come healthy. Like I don't think Pogba's going to the World Cup. He is. Pogba? Yeah. He's really? back. He's supposed to be Pogba's back. Pogba's back in training, I think. Like this week or next week. Yeah. Good. But Kante's not there to unlock him, bro. Kante's injured. That, the, Who says Di Maria, Di Maria's there? Di Maria's not going to make the World Cup. Is he? Di Maria's yeah. going to the World Cup. Chiesa is not going to the World Cup. No. But That's Italy's true. not going to the World Cup, bro. <laughs> isn't the whole thing that isn't Chiesa supposed to be coming back soon? Yeah, he should be back next game. He's training yeah, with like the, the U twenty ones, bro. Why are you gonna f- like Juve is so like it's such a team to bring players back from an injury and then get them back injured again. Yeah. 
Why not wait? With. Why not wait until after the World Cup and give kids a, a couple more weeks to kind of fully recover? Because they're in eighth place right now, bro. Like they, need, they, the they need these players. Are you bro. gonna really risk it and get kids are like re-injured or get kids out for another couple more months to force them back in? I mean, kid is good to go. Like he's actually good to go. Like he's been out for a year. That's great. And they they held him out. He's, he he could have came. He probably could have came back a little bit earlier than he already did. But so they, you think he's good to go? He should be. He should be. He's been playing for the. the he's been gone for a while. The U twenty ones or U seventeen. Are you gonna? Are you going to expect results right away with him and the team no, now? I don't think he's going to start right away. He's probably going to slowly make his way back into the team. Oh, he should make an impact, though. Yeah. It's a kid, man. If he's, if he's a, the same player, then, yeah, he should definitely make an impact. And if he's all. not? And if he's not, then I'll be depressed. <laughs> <laughs> and you will drop even further? They'll probably just be around the same. I think tough, top four is going to be tough. I think so, too. Well, I think Napoli's a lock. AC Milan's a lock. Inter. Inter's probably going to be a lock too. So then you're fighting with Atalanta. You're fighting with Lazio. And Roma. Roma. You're fighting with Roma. Udinese. Udinese is not going to be there. They just lost to Torino. Bologna. Bologna, I don't think. (laughs) No. But still. No, it's going to be tough. I'm not saying it's going to be tough. I'm not going to say it's easy. I'm not saying it's easy. But they're going to fight, yeah. They could think. There's, there's teams that drop halfway through the year. The, the, the teams that are like Lazio they might drop, Atalanta drop. And who's the other team? Roma. That Roma's not going to be tough for them, I'm telling you right Why? now. Why? They, they won't. Was this in your prediction like at the start of the season? Why? Roma not finishing top yeah. four? Yeah. And you still stand by that? Yeah. Why? Because it's just Roma. What are they going to finish above Juve? No. You, you Roma will finish maybe so? like, like sixth. So where are Juve going to finish? Okay. Now, <laughs> a mid, mid-season prediction, I got, I actually got Milan winning it, Napoli second, Inter third, Juve fourth, and I got Lazio fifth, Roma sixth, Atalanta seventh. Really? Yeah. Roma, you said Juve third? Fourth. Juve fourth. Juve fourth. And then who third? Inter? Second, Napoli, AC Milan first. Do you think there's anything like clouding your judgment there a little bit? What? <laughs> I'm just asking. Like what? I don't know. I think Napoli win the league still. Napoli, AC Milan look good too. They do, but Napoli is something it's, else, man. I did, think it's gonna be it's gonna come down when they play each other. They did Napoli beat play. them already? How, did they play already? I swear they sure. I didn't think I swear they did. Well, Napoli and Milan. We watched it down here. Oh yeah, we did. Yeah, maybe they did. I think Napoli beat them. The Napoli is scary. Duh. <laughs> they haven't lost. <laughs> you not watch them play? Yeah, obviously. I don't know. Okay, whatever. Either way, I still got Milan winning it. They're, Oh, they just have more depth. You think so? I don't think they do. Yeah, they do. I don't they know, just man. they have better depth. Like do they? Like thing has Juan Jesus as one of their their depth pieces playing right now. He's he's all right. He's like mediocre. Would like, he start for Juve? Juan Jesus? <laughs> Probably. Yeah. <laughs> then. <laughs> yeah, but her defense sucks. And you think you're gonna make top? We four? only have Bremer. That's it. It's like he's gonna finish top four. Huh? He's gonna finish top four. I'll be fine, man. Midfield sucks. They'll defense they'll, sucks. They're gonna make a signing in January. Who, who are they gonna sign? They'll, who, probably sign? they'll probably sign like a fullback. Who, How much money? Apparently, they, 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 spend, they want huh? they want Grimaldo. Grimaldo, really? Uh, he's been there for a while, but it's kind of like yeah, you can't can't beat him. They like they like uh, Portuguese league fullbacks. We got Danilo and uh, Alexandro. Well, Danilo came from City, no? Yeah, but like he was at Porto. I don't know. It's going to be tricky. I think CDI has been pretty exciting this year. A lot of teams have been uh, 
performing well, right? Napoli have been, you know, not even beating just teams in Serie A, but even in Europe too, they've been just like killing teams, thrashing teams. Like Lazio have been exciting too. Like they've won like their last like four or five games. Like they haven't conceded a goal since September third in the league. Jeez, we're almost in November, by the way, and it's like you know a lot of these teams are turning up. Obviously, they're not really turning up in Europe, right? At least as of right now, but. I don't know, it's going to be tough for Juve. They really got to pull their socks up and, you know, they got to hope that when Pogba and Chiesa come back that uh, they can provide Vlahovic some service. But, I don't know. Don't forget. Right. Speaking of good performances, uh, Dortmund over the weekend, 5-0 against Stuttgart. Man like Jude getting a cheeky brace. Golden boy, man. Jude Bellingham. Yeah, cheeky brace, good performance. I think he's got more goals that game than Gavi has in his career. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Two. Interesting. Interesting. Copa. And Golden Boy. And, go- and Golden Boy. You want both. Barca but, attacks, um, bro. And Golden Boy. Barca attacks. But yeah, no, good performance. You know, Jude cooked. Um, Mukoko has been playing, you know, phenomenal as well. He's been kind of, you know, really developing over mm-hmm. the last, like, you know, three, three weeks. You know, when he first came in, he was, you know, taking a touch too many always shooting, going for a goal, wasn't looking for the extra pass, but now it's like he's really slowing down, and it's scary. Like, he's still only 17, I know. Heard Liverpool Some too. say. Yeah, he's only 17, <laughs> and it's like the rate that he's scoring at and, like, you know, how he's just playing. Like, he's scoring goals against Bayern, scoring goals in the Champions League. Like, it's scary if this development kind of keeps up. Isn't uh, his uh, contract finish this uh, summer? Yeah, he's going to resign. You think he's so? He's going to resign next month, yeah. A lot of, I heard already, a lot of teams are looking for a signature. Liverpool. Yeah, Ooh. he's not. He's I think no. Uh, Coco. Coco. He's not going anywhere. Liverpool. I think Chelsea were looking for him. Apparently, Barca rumored as well. I'm looking at him Barca too, man. Everybody. He's How re-signing the contract. He's, so? he's, he's re-signing the contract when he turns 18. Yeah. Yeah. Why do you think he's gonna resign? Why wouldn't he resign? You don't think he has bigger aspirations? He's so young, man. He's I 17, feel like man. He has he has no reason to go somewhere else? He's 17. There's no reason to go. He's a Dortmund boy. He's an academy boy. He wants to win stuff with Dortmund. And I think, you know, at 17 years old, yeah, he will. He's already like, you know, at 17 years old, he's came into the starting 11. And like so far this season, he's been like our best offensive player, which is, you know, sad in some aspects. But at the same (laughs) time, (laughs) it's also, you know, it's, you know, it's, you know, we have another generational talent. And it's like, you know, you can't really turn your nose up at that. And I think I saw some things on Twitter about like, he's waiting until he turns 18 to resign the contract because right now, legally, he can't resign it. He's too yeah. young. It has to be his parents. I think the same thing happened with uh, Gabby. And there's, uh, then Renewal. apparently he, he's been having like huge disputes about his parents because like his parents are fighting his agent because like his, apparently like a bunch of greed and stuff like that. And they've been going kind of back mm-hmm. and forth. So apparently he doesn't have a very good relationship with his parents, which is why they're waiting till he, t- he wants to wait until he turns 18. So that way he can legally sign the contract. Mm-hmm. And that way he's not under the kind of guise of his parents. So apparently that's what's happening. But no, I think it's like 100% he's resigning. But really? yeah, good performance. It was good to see Gio back too. Reyna, I think, you know, he really shows the quality that we've kind of been missing. Like, Adiemi and Malin so far, this they haven't really been up to scratch. But Gio coming back, like, such a talented player, man. Like, it's really, really shows a difference when, like, he's on the pitch. Like, the way he can just control the game and he controls the ball in tight spaces. He always makes the right pass and a good finish too. So I think it just kind of shows we've been kind of missing, like, that, you know, other creative player and, uh, it's good to see him back and scoring his first goal in 421 days. Jeez. So uh, good to have him back. And uh, we'll see how we do against City. You know, big uh, big game midweek. Holland back at the uh, 
at the Westfallen Stadion. So it should be uh, interesting to see, you know, what that game's like. Last game was pretty good, two one final, right? It was still a pretty competitive game against City, and I think it'll be, you know, hopefully the same thing this game too. But Union Berlin still in first place. Yeah, for Will now. it stay like that? They no, lost, they lost this weekend. They lost against Bochum. And they've been overperforming their XG. They've been overperforming. I don't know what the hell these guys have been doing. Eight but I'm telling you right though. now, it's coming to an end. Yeah? Yeah. And Byron's going to win it? No. You think Dortmund's going to win? Come on, bro. I'm going to stick with my team, man. I'm going to ride. Come on, bro. I'm going to ride it out, man. Come on. We looked good against them. 2-2. Two, two. Byron? Byron, yeah. they tried 2-2. Two, two, you got to look good against all the that other mean. teams, though. Hmm? You got to look good yeah. against all but the so other teams. So do Byron. Byron. But the thing Byron's is, Byron have been dropping Byron, points, yeah. too. Right, and sure. it's like if if you know they've they've kind of been struggling without a striker, you know Mane hasn't really been up to scratch so far, and you know I think you know of of all years like you know this is the time where you can kind of capitalize. You know what I mean? Like it's been historic that you know Dortmund can't be buying. They haven't beat them in years, and it's like you know that mentally I think that was a huge block, right? But getting that draw against them I think was huge because it's like now you don't have those drop points against them. Now it's like you just need to beat everybody else, which they've been struggling with, but they're not too too many points behind. Right, but it's a long season. Yeah, I guess. But uh, we'll see how it goes. Yeah, I don't think Bayern are too like worried about like their problems in the striker department. I mean, when you guys have like Musiala scoring like every game now. Yeah, they have Sane other scoring like they have other guys that can turn up. But like the thing is, it's in those big games against the tough opposition that sometimes having that player like Lewandowski to step up and score that scrappy goal, or they have a target that they can feed off of made the difference but like you know you've seen it in games where they just haven't really been able to unlock the defense they don't have that striker to kind of play off of and they've been struggling a little bit so it'll be interesting to see kind of you know who, how they play around with their 11 like who they've kind of played there i've seen chupomoting starting to get some starts now and you know having that bigger body up top has been you know good for how they want to play so it'll be interesting to see if you know maybe they make a move in january to bring in like you know a kind of a more recognizable nine um i've been seeing seeing some rumors linking them with harry kane Next summer as well, apparently they're looking at bringing another nine. So that'll be pretty interesting too. It'll be probably a pretty big move that does happen. And it's like not very uh, common for like a big English player to leave the Premier League, right? It mm-hmm. almost never happens. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see yeah. kind of what that looks like. But I don't know. I think it's just kind of when you're used to that much success, I think you can kind of get spoiled a little bit. And it's like, you know, when things aren't going your way 100%, like there'll be the littlest things that will kind of throw you off and you start overthinking everything. So it'll be interesting to kind of see how um Nagelsmann handles that if you know things maybe don't go their way every game you know if they have those tough games where maybe they don't get all the calls maybe they can't you know score early in the game and they have to you know kind of fight through that team or if they concede early at the fight back uh, it'll be interesting to see how he kind of handles that but how many uh seasons do you have left years Kane Kane contract oh this guy's locked up for life man I swear (laughs) this guy sent like a 10-year deal (laughs) Just, I don't know. It was a long deal, wasn't he, it? He's, it was, always, it he's always going to go for a lot because he's English. But Dortmund obviously, but obviously, Dortmund and Bayern have to pay the similar price tag if they want to take him from yeah. the Premier League. They're not going to sell him for cheap if they do. Like, obviously, these are just rumors, yeah. but it's like there's not really too many other nines you can really think of that would like make sense for mm. for Bayern to kind of go for right now. But I mean, maybe you have Vlahovic, but it's like he's just recently signed for Juve, maybe. The timeline isn't quite there yet, and it's like, who else really is there? You know what I mean? Like, there's not really any other kind of like classic nines that are kind of attainable, right? That are yeah. still at a very high level. Yeah. Last thing, do you think uh, Jude's gonna leave this summer? I don't know. Like, it's 
it's tricky because I think he hasn't really been here that long yet. So I feel like he still has time to develop. I think it's just going to come down to how the season goes. Yeah. I think like if the team shows that they can fight and they can compete for the league, they win a trophy. You know, if they're they're showing that they have aspirations to win, I think maybe he'll stay another season. If, you know, shit goes downhill and, you know, they're not competing, they're not, you know, fighting for anything, I think maybe you just kind of, you cut your losses. But I don't know. It's it's interesting. Obviously, the media is, is swarming and they always will. Yeah. Um, but I think, like, you know, he's pretty level-headed. He's pretty intelligent. I don't think he's going to scurry off too quickly. So I think one more season after this. That's my question. Madrid come calling, he's scurrying off pretty damn quickly. The thing is, if Madrid come calling, no one says no to Madrid. And, you know, either way, whether it's this summer or next summer, it's going to be 150 mil. Yeah? yeah it's gonna be 150 mil? Is that the price? They got the money, though. They didn't sign Mbappe. Yeah. They still got that Mbappe money. Who's who's a better talent right now? Fair. Out of who? About 150 mil. But who I'm, else is doing what he's doing? A lot. The price tag has been in that ballpark forever now for anyone. It's going to be high. There's no release clause. Harry Kane might go for that price. You know, the, I think that's the biggest thing is there's no release clause in the contract. He's signed for another three or four seasons, so there's no kind of... There's not a lot of bargaining power for any team that's kind of coming in other than, you know, we we're, we have a, probably a better chance of winning stuff. Yeah. Right? But at the end of the day, when it comes to, to negotiations of a transfer, it's like unless the player is making a huge fuss and you know, really pushing their way out, which I don't see Jude doing. He's not that kind of player. Then I don't really think it's going to be, it's not going to be cheap for whoever ends up signing him. Interesting. Uh, Before we move to our UCL picks and whatnot, I saw, I think it was on Twitter. So basically, which three players' careers would you want to watch from the start? Damn. Three players? Three players. From the start. I would want, well, me personally, Bajo. It's number one? Yeah. Okay, okay. We're doing like three players as a whole? Are we going to do whole or like everyone for themselves? What do you mean? If you want to like join in our top three? No, everyone says just three. Everyone has their Give three. me three players. Name me three. Uh, Bajo, Del Piero, I would like to see from the very beginning. And my third, I don't know. Don't be biased. Pick an actual good player. Okay, yeah. so you got two Italians. Pick a non-Italian <laughs> now. I'm kidding. Okay. <laughs> okay, come back to you on my third. I got to think come a little bit. You, man. You, you guys should have your three ready. I was going first. Okay. Um, well, I think, like, we're very fortunate. I think, like, a lot of, like, the biggest, like, a lot of the GOATs, we've got to see their career pretty much from. Not really, though. The start-ish. Not really, though. Kind of, but not really. Kind of. For Ryan, the most part. What do you mean part. by that? Like we think from a like, professional level, we've seen like, like you were know, you watching United back in 07? I mean, 06? I'm not a United fan. Were you watching Barca back in 06, 07? 06, yeah. yeah. I was watching you in that time. Like you see, the, you've seen like their professional careers kind of yeah. start and, and we saw their their primes which take is off good. and their primes as well. So I think like for me at least, like I'm thinking like who are players that have kind of like I've never got to see play live or I've never got to see play like an actual game that wasn't like a charity game. Yeah. And it's, like, who kind of fascinates me the most. So I think, like, Cruyff, for me, I think is a big one. Just because, like, even, like, being in Amsterdam, like, seeing, like, he's, like, a big deal. Yeah. Like, he's, he's literally, like, like, like there, bro. icon. And it's it's crazy. So I think him, but just, like, what he's done with the for the game and, you know, how he kind of revolutionized football and how it's played and its ideas. I think 
you'd be kind of a very interesting person to kind of follow along. Um, Maradona. Oh, I that, think that was as well. Third. Just because, like, I think, like, I was hoping you didn't say that. he was, like, different. Yeah. And, like, I think just kind of seeing him play, like, even just kind of seeing him play, like, in Argentina and just kind of seeing us come up from there over to, to Europe, I think, would be pretty interesting to kind of see. His and uh, <laughs> other things. I think, like, and I don't God. Third one's kind of tough, Crazy. but I think, like, Pele? Pele would be an interesting one, too. But I think Pele, I think, is too obvious. Saying those three, I think, is kind of obvious. But I think it would be kind of cool to see someone like like a Pushkas or like someone like that that kind of played like for that Hungary team where yeah, like, yeah. these guys were just like it's ballers dominant. from Hungary and like they had like some crazy, some crazy come ups and they had like some crazy careers, but you never saw any of it. Like, so I think like someone like that would be kind of interesting to kind of see how how football was like in those times and kind of, you know, what the day to day life was like and just kind of how their careers progressed. Like, I think it was very different than someone's career now. Right. True. Those would be my three. You got your third, Chris? Yeah, Dane DQ. Stop. <laughs> no, it would be Maradona. That was actually my third, but then you said So, it. Baggio, Del Piero, Maradona? Yeah. Me? You? I'll go with Maradona as well. Just because even like those videos I've been doing the keep you up before yeah, the game. Yeah. Imagine <laughs> being in the stands. <laughs> like, I don't know. It's just different. Definitely Maradona. Um, I would say like R nine, because I honestly didn't get to see like those good moments of them. Matthew's tearing up over there. <laughs> Definitely R nine because you want to see like those like from the beginning, like even though you watch maybe the last like, the last we watched like, we probably remember maybe watching the last couple games, but those very beginning ones would be good to watch. Obviously, there wasn't really many of. He wasn't here for too many years playing football. So, like, you obviously want to rewatch those great moments of him. And, fuck. It's a tough question. Oh, United players, eh? Jeez. Yeah, but, like, those, the big backs, backs, hmm. overrated. Like, you, I saw, like, you, I kind of saw him, not obviously when he was, like, a kid, but, like, you saw, like, those bigger moments, too. You know, Milan. You saw some uh, Madrid days. I'm talking about start. I know. Finish. I know. I wouldn't waste that, that pick on back Beckham, though. Really? I wouldn't either. That's, I wouldn't. That's I wouldn't. whatever. But if no it, other United player comes to mind? If it was if it was a United player? Like Cantona, maybe. It doesn't have to be a United player. I'm just saying. Mm. Fuck. Hard. Because, like, we're picking, like, attackers. You can't even see, like, midfielders. I'm thinking midfielders, too. Yeah, but who brings even joy like to the a, game? Even like a defender, maybe. There's a cheeky defender I forgot of. That would have been interesting. Just picking, out, yeah. picking out like strings of like midfielders. Would, I don't know. Was it? Okay, okay realistically, Pele is probably the, the best one because you get to see him win, uh, what, three World Cups? Yeah. yeah. That's pretty insane. It's pretty mad, yeah. Yeah, but it's kind of hard because you can, like, especially like seeing the football today and then you can uh, reach watch those videos like, really, dude? Like, you can't stop that and like. I mean, I feel like people are going to be saying the same thing about Messi, like, 50 years in the no. future. Like, how come they couldn't stop this load? No, 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 I mean? no. Messi's something else, man. Pelé's something else. Yeah, too, but the football is different back then. How much better can you get? You can say the same time? thing 50 years from now, bro. No, the football, football is, is different, so different back, back, then. back then. Like, just the, the like, the from, obviously, from here to 50 years is crazy different. But, like, from, obviously, arcs, what, we, what we're seeing now compared to, like, then, I don't know how, like, technology and all this shit, how, like, it just changed players. Just even, like... 
the way they train. Like there's videos of you see them training before games or how they train to like get fit. Like players are smoking in training back then. And they're still balling, bro. Yeah, but th- that type of balling is not the balling that you see today. Well, like, imagine if they weren't smokers, if they had that top class training facilities, if they had modern sports medicine. No, for sure, obviously. But you can obviously, I'm not saying, I'm not taking anything away from Pele. I'm not saying Pele was not great or saying I'm thinking, obviously, great. He's great for the time, his time and stuff. But there's always that argument like, who knows? Like, what if a player, like, fuck, I don't know. <laughs> Give me like a mediocre player, Anthony Rashford. Martin, Rashford, Martial. Rid of Rashford at his level as he's right now, take him back fifty years. You know what I mean? Eight ball. Would he still be writing essays? Maybe, maybe he's Would fucking be the on, best player uh, in the world. Pigeon. Maybe he's the best player in the world. But at the same time, you can't really. Obviously, the equipment's different. The football's different. The it's different. So I don't know. I, I probably wouldn't see much excitement from seeing like that old style football. That's just me. Like I want to see like modern football, but like. Sure. A little bit more recent, like '90s, maybe. I want to mm-hmm. go too far to '80s or something. Zidane, Zidane, probably. I think I would think I want to see Zidane just because I want to see how he, he controlled the midfield. I would say Zidane for sure. So who are your top three again? Sure. Zidane, Maradona, you, you, and R9. you busted to really interesting. 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 Yeah, I'm not even imagining the Piero. Wait, do you want to change? Do you want to change? You want to change your uh, top three? I saw most of Del Piero. I want the beginning of his. I didn't get to see the the CL with him. Okay. If I had, because Zidane would definitely be on my top three, though. I don't know who to take out, though. Jeez. Okay, I'll take out Del Piero, because Del Piero, I, wa- Del Piero. I watched most of his career. A Juventino over here. Fair enough. I'm taking out Pushkash for Beckenbauer. Yeah? And, like, Franz? He was a center back, no? Yeah. It'd be cool just to kind of, but, like, he kind of controlled the game. So it'd be kind of interesting to see how, kind of, what that looked like. Yeah. Even though it was kind of further back, but, like... Know, he won yeah. World Cups too, and it's just like that role kind of doesn't really exist anymore, at least like as traditionally. So it'd be kind of cool to see like how that kind of player took over the game and how he impacted the game from from that role. Right? True. Matt, is your top three have Lothar Mateus? Please. <laughs> as a I mean, I have a Coleman. lot. I have a lot of players in mind. It, yes, it, Coleman. It, yeah. Okay. Coleman <laughs> was a fantastic player. Yeah, man. Goals Not a fantastic from a center back. Yeah, most goals ever for a center back. There you I think go. Defender in general, but. Anyways, my top three, bro, it's tough because I could fit a lot of players in here, man. Everyone, everyone can. A lot of players, especially a lot of Brazilians, boy. <laughs> I think number one for me, like one of my favorite players, but I caught like the end tale of his career, really. R9. 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 I feel, I feel like R9 would be sick yeah. to see start to finish. Start I, I, don't, I don't really remember those. I, I obviously remember seeing like, I remember like watching it, but I don't remember the games. Yeah. Like I don't remember like, oh, like how he played that game, like. I want to relive some moments where, like, shit. Like, I remember, like, kind of watching this game back in the day, but I don't remember, like, We watched watching Chubby Ronaldo. Yeah. Yeah. But even, like, O2 World Cup, you know what I mean? I watched some games, but I don't remember, like, Ronaldo, like, watching Ronaldo play. Yeah. Like, R9, like, just starting off his career at Cruzeiro, then he went to PSV, dominated there, then went to Barca, won Ballon d'Or as, what, 19, 20 years old, scoring, I think, like, 47 goals in 45 games, something crazy like that. And then just moving on to Italy, dominating there, dominating World Cups. Like, I saw, like, the lighter end of his career, like, 06. Kind of too young to remember 02, but I think R9 is definitely my first player. Uh, I mean, we all know why. Just phenomenal. A lot of people put him in his top 10. Uh, number two, number two is tough because I've seen, I've seen Neymar's career start to finish, and he's one of my favorite players of all time. I've pretty much seen Messi's whole career. Not so much like 
18 to like, I don't know, early 20s. But for the most most part, I saw his prime. So Messi's out. Uh, I think second maybe Pele or Romario, one of those two. Romario. Because Pele, obviously, you know, legend. Romario was also like a demon, bro. A lot, a lot of people in Brazil say he's better than R9. And uh, it would have been interesting to see his career unfold from start to end. Score any type of goal. People say, like, basically, like, a better Aguero. Like, he was that guy. So, I'd say Romario, R9. Third. Third is tough. Can't be a Brazilian. Can't be a Brazilian. Uh, I'm going to throw that, that kind of in there. I'd say Rikelme, maybe. Because Rikelme was also sick, mm-hmm. bro. Just absolute yeah. showman on the pitch. I remember seeing Rikelme. Very underrated play. player. Uh, Crespo. Just uh, could dribble his way out of anything. Just such a creative player. I feel like Rikelme is my third. Well, uh, Blanco. Guatemoc? Yes. <laughs> Dance on the pitch. Yeah, I love that guy. He's so joke. Yeah, but uh, let us know your guys' top three players who you uh, want to see their career from start to finish. Let us know. That was actually a good one. No, it wasn't. It was terrible. Oh, I just because you, you, you weren't ready to go. Yeah. Like, you guys are going to go first. Not our fault. First the worst. <laughs> but uh, should we uh, do some quick uh, UCL picks? Yeah, let's run it. Um, do you want to go through the picture or do you want to go through like... Go Ooh. high level matchups. How the seasons, oh, how the seasons like unfold yeah. so far. Yeah, yeah. we will just talk about the groups. You go through Group A. We'll see how that goes because I know we'll see what games are coming up for that and how that like s- groups come along. Okay, so Group A, we have uh, Napoli in first with twelve, Liverpool with nine, Ajax with three, and Rangers with zero. So pretty much Liverpool, Rangers. Napoli confirmed to go through. Yeah, I think it'll finish like that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I um, mean, Napoli surprised us all, even in Europe. Yeah, like, 100%. The results they've had against uh, Liverpool, the two games they've had against Ajax were crazy as well. I think you had them to come last, to be honest. Maybe I did. Yeah, you might have because you're bigger. You're, you're, I don't know. I think when we did our first predictions, like you were big, you were big into Scottish football. <laughs> <laughs> Man. Rangers, big are, Rangers, Rangers surprised fan, last year in Europa League, that's why. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but they're on zero points right Cinderella now. And they, run. and they play Napoli uh, this week. So yeah. I think Napoli will end uh, up, up with 15 points. Yeah. They're on 12 right now, undefeated. Yeah, they'll probably get max. Yeah, Napoli, Napoli is surprising everyone. If they get up that first place, they'll do well against the knockout Rangers too. Yeah, I mean, I guess it just so we'll depends see. who they who they match up against, right? Because there could be some pretty, uh, pretty decent teams tucked into second place, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then Liverpool coming up in second will be crazy too. See what they come up against. It'll be crazy. Mm-hmm. So, but that game against Liverpool versus Napoli in the last game, yeah. what's the difference right now in points? Three points? Between Liverpool and Napoli? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, again. They have a head-to-head. Oh. You have to see if Liverpool win that game, if Napoli wins that game, who comes in first or second. Napoli's sure probably going to win on goal work. difference. I, I don't think, I think Liverpool would have to kill them. Napoli have 13 goal difference. Yeah, Liverpool have six. Well. Yeah, like Liverpool would have to kill them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's Group A. Group B, uh, interesting enough, another uh, underdog team kind of on in first right now. We have Bruges. Club Bruges yeah. on 10 points, Porto with six, Atleti with four, and then Leverkusen with three. That's a weird group, man. It is a very weird group. But Bruges have been like very surprising. Like They've been playing like some some really good football. They've been getting good results against you know pretty much every team in that group. Like... Good football. Like I think I think the group might finish like that. Maybe Atletico Madrid in third. They're pretty shit. They're not where's that it, good. Where's Atletico place? Uh Porto? Let me see. 
Porto have been playing pretty play decent. Lab, like Leverkusen. And then and then Porto after. They still gotta play after. Porto, no? I think so. Yeah, because yeah, I think that's gonna be tricky. Like Leverkusen haven't had the best start to the season, even like changing the gaffer, like they had one good result and one poor result. So I'm not too confident in them. And I think like Porto always kind of find a way to kind of sneak out of the group, like no matter what what group they're in, they're always kind of like a pesky team that will make it through. Yeah. Um, and I think Bruges have been playing some good football. So I think like, you know, with 10 points, I think they're pretty safe to qualify, right? Unless things go terribly wrong. But I think like they're pretty, pretty secure to go through. But yeah, I give it that. The Canadian Bruges first then? Yeah, I'm going to keep Bruges in first, yeah. Mm, I got Bruges first. I think uh, Atleti will come up uh, in second. I think second. they'll turn around. Yeah, they've been kind of turning around, like, in the league at least. Yeah, Reason's yeah. been, been firing. Yeah. I feel like I the think same thing so will too. happen in I think so, too. Porto get third. They'll go into Europa know, League. That's, I don't know if Porto get dropped. Porto. Uh, you have some history with Porto. <laughs> yeah, I know. No, I think I might say the same. Yeah, right. I'll, I'll say it stays the same. There you go. Okay, Group C. Talk about this. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you got Bayern in first with 12 points, Inter with seven, Barca with four, and then Pilsen was nil. So, three points between Inter and Barcelona. If mm-hmm. there was a team to lose to a shit team in this UCL, it would be Inter. I'm praying, bro. I'm praying. You think Inter will lose to if, if there's Victoria? one team? Okay, if there's two teams in the UCL to lose to a shit team, that's Inter and that's Juve. <laughs> They're just yeah. stupid like that. You think it'll happen though? I don't, think, I don't think so, bro. I don't think hey, so. You never either. know. I think they did it last year. They who? lost. I can't remember who was in the group, but I think they did it last year, too. They lost to the shitty team. Or Shakhtar, maybe it was. Shakhtar and Victoria Pool. They're different teams. Yeah, obviously. I don't know. It's going to be tough for Victoria, I think. Like, they haven't really shown me much of anything in any of the games, I think, that at least I've seen. Like, obviously, it's a tough group. You don't really expect to see much, but sometimes like you'll see that team like put up a fight. Like if you see Maccabi in that in that group, they put up a fight. They lose or they beat Juve, but they put up a fight. Like they'll score first, they'll get on the board, like they attack, but like I haven't really seen that much with, with them. Maybe it'll change. Just I think like I think it's just unlucky for Barca that like that's what it has to come down to, just because like it's it's gonna be tough. I think that group probably finishes like that in that order. Yeah. Just because I think like because they're both yeah. they're both facing Bayern and they're both facing yeah. Pilsen, right? It's so tough because like Barca also need to beat Bayern, like which is also because it's let's a tough say, task. Let's say let's say obviously Inter lose against Bayern, right? And then but that's that's the next game week, so that would be the last last last. Like try. Barca would need to win this week, and Inter would need to yeah. lose this week or tie. A tie would also get it done. I think Barca can scrape something from Bayern. I know the first game was what. Two nothing. Two nothing. Two nothing. I think Barca can come out and get something. They've been playing really well recently. I mean, it's not entirely dependent on Barca. It also depends on uh, Inter and Pilsen, right? But that's that's always tough when it's like you need to get your result, yeah. but the other team does too. So yeah. it's like, yeah, it's gonna be a tough one, man. Uh, personally, I think table's gonna stay like that. Barca's gonna drop down, but I don't know. Anything can happen in football, right? Yeah, yeah. That's why it's, it's a beautiful tough, game. Though. But yeah, that's Group C. Group D, we have uh, Tottenham, Marseille, Sporting, and Frankfurt. So Spurs 7, Marseille 6, Sporting 6, Frankfurt 4. It's close. That's pretty, you know, kind of even. even this group, right? Um, Personally, I believe, I don't know, I feel like Marseille or Sporting 
might squeak like a first place finish low key. Spurs fall off second. Mm-hmm. Spurs get dropped to Europa League, I'm calling. Yeah? Yeah. Sporting and Marseille pass them. Interesting. I got Frankfurt coming second, Spurs coming first. Yeah? Yeah. Because I think they played each other already twice. So I think if Frankfurt, Frankfurt has games, if Frankfurt has games against Sporting and and uh, Marseille, I think they can uh, they can turn it around in the group. Sporting They've been playing good. pretty good, pretty good football. So I think uh, they might turn it around. Interesting. All right, that's Group D. Group E: uh, Chelsea in first with seven, Salzburg second with six, Milan with four, and then Zagreb with four. Cheeky little group. Like, it's, like, obviously hasn't really panned out well for Milan so far. Like, they're obviously, like, on paper the strongest team. But it's, like, Salzburg are a pesky team. And it's, like, they've proven to be a team that can get results. And they're not easy to play against. Um, I mean, they're the only team to... AC Milan is the only team to play Chelsea twice. So, if that makes any difference. I think Chelsea can maybe lose some points against... Um, under Potter, they look, I don't know. I don't know. I think AC Milan can still sneak in first or yeah, second. They, they got to win both their games, yeah. obviously. But yeah. I, don't know, I think Milan might choke out again, finish third. If they do, that's poor. <laughs> You're saying they have depth? I guess they'll win they, the Serie A regardless. Yeah, I guess it just shows the level of the league, but. Oh. <laughs> they got Inter coming out of the depth group. Napoli's probably the. It's going to top their group. Yeah. See what happens in the knockout stages. Yeah. <laughs> that was Group E. Group F, we have Madrid on 10, Leipzig on 6, Shakhtar on 5, and Celtic on 1. Six. Sounds about right to me. Yeah. <laughs> All these You're Scottish, in order. Scottish teams, man. <laughs> My Scottish teams, bro. Yeah, I think you had Celtic going through. <laughs> he did. <laughs> yeah, he did. You're a madman that day, man. I don't know Crazy, what got into bro. you. This guy was on something was, uh, for sure, bro. Little, I think I had a green beer, one of those. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> something, man. <laughs> Some food coloring. <laughs> yeah, I think it'll stay uh stay the same. Madrid and Leipzig through. Yeah. Makes the most sense. Uh group G, we have City on ten, Dorman on seven, Sevilla on two, Copenhagen on two. Yeah, staying like that. Yeah, sounds that, about that's, sounds that's, about right. That's not making it. Sounds about right. Unless Dorman get a result tomorrow, then they'll top the group. But Yeah, it's possible. Tough task. At home, yes, but it's like I don't know. I think it's gonna be a draw tomorrow. A draw, eh? Yeah. Who's playing tomorrow? City Dortmund. Does Haaland uh, score against his former team? I don't think it's going to be a jump story, James. I think so. It's not a draw. Yeah. I think Haaland will Does score. he celebrate? No, it's going to be 3-1. Or does he go one of these? He didn't celebrate when he scored last time. No? And he scored that like nuts goal yeah, to yeah, win right. the game. That was 2-1, right? Yeah. It's going to be 3-1. Yeah, we'll see. We got our keeper back. I think that'll make a big difference. But even your keeper you had before was decent. No? He could have like, saved Actually, both no, goals. No, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. You're right. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, I think it'll stay the same. City and uh, Dortmund go through. Yeah, Sevilla, Europa League merchants. Yeah, it is typical. What it is. <laughs> and then uh, final group, Group H: PSG on eight, Benfica on eight, Juventus on three, and Maccabi on three. Uh, Staying the same, right? Juventus uh, third or fourth? <laughs> or, uh, third. Third. I could see them like drawing like PSG somehow. Who the they? Uh, the you know who they play uh, this week? Benfica. Benfica. I can see them getting a result on, on PSG the last day. I can see them really? beating Benfica. I don't know, man. I think Benfica will beat them. Yeah? Or no, they might tie. I don't think they're going to beat them. I can see them beating PSG more than Benfica. 
How so? That's very you. Because they, they, they play like they play to the level of the team. Like they'll against PSG they'll they'll play better. Didn't they like what was the score when they played PSG? Like I don't know, three one? Something like that. But they they were the better team. Yeah. They were. That yeah. game they were. I don't know. I think uh I think PSG Benfica go through. It's gonna be tough for Juve to come back and Oh, they're not they're not making it through. So. Finish second. But well they'd have to beat Benfica and beat PSG, then they'd be on what? Eight? So they'd be tied I with Benfica. I think Maccabi has to be Benfica. Yeah. That's gonna be yeah, it's that's that's a tough task. Like Barca's group, there's a possibility, but it's tough. Pretty low, right? Yeah. yeah. Because it relies on another team. Yeah. Which is always tough. But yeah, that's uh that's all the groups for uh Champions League. Uh big week to come and then I think the week after that, the final match day. Yeah. The group stage, right? Get everything settled. We'll see how Juve and Barca settle into Europa League. We're gonna be a fully fledged Europa League podcast at that point. That's it, bro. That's it. <laughs> gonna be watching football on Tuesdays. The better by theme song, yeah. low key, bro. That's yeah. all I gotta say. But Crazy. what are you gonna do? We were we were all there last year too. It's nothing new. Yeah, right. <laughs> Still getting used to it. I wasn't. Yeah. Huh? I wasn't. You guys might not even be in Europe next year, man. So. You gotta, oh. you gotta take what you can get, man. Yeah. No, you gotta take what you can get. No. Deserve it now. Enjoy it. Sorry, enjoy it now. Where you might not enjoy it, like having spoiled, bro. Get used to having football on Thursday yeah. nights, man. I'm not talking about the NFL. <laughs> I was used to my games not getting broadcasted for a little bit, so don't worry. Which games? JW. Oh, stuff. <laughs> Plastic fan, we. Plastic fan. I just said I watched it. Did you? Yeah. Well, what channel? I can't say what I watched it on. What year was this? Those things weren't around. Just go, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> what year was this? 0607. <laughs> You're telling me there were streaming sites in 0607? Yeah. No, no, you, knew you about. could stream for There's sure. There's no chance, bro. Yeah. There's no chance. Bro, yeah, the first like footballing yeah. streaming. They actually, no, they actually showed it on TLN. That's where they showed it. They actually did. Oh, only, so you only, switched it up your answer. Only, only Juve games. It's yeah. they had the contract. 100%. <laughs> they had the contract. They did. That's right. Well, that, that's how I watched it. I don't know, man. Switching bro, up I on didn't, your I answer, didn't put bro. it on. My dad put it on. So Imagine watching on answer, be television. Set it be football on television. There's no. But fans. are you still saying there were streaming sites like that in 06, 07? Like maybe they weren't. I was just because th- I remember watching it. Mm. I watched somehow. It was you on got, TLM. You got the set package on Rogers Cable. <laughs> Could have been on Rye too. I don't know. Yeah. Could have been on Rye. Yeah. Anyways, I think uh, we'll end it off there, boys. Yeah. Yeah, man. We're back. Back home. Football is still going. Gonna have some crazy World Cup content coming for you guys soon. Time, bro. What, 26, 25 days to go? Yeah. We're just getting back in the swing of things. You'll be seeing a lot more of us, November whether 20th, you like it or not. Ecuador versus Qatar. My Jeez. birthday. My Jeez. nation. Just need a dub, bro. That's just it. Need a dub, man. We're gonna have a party here. Something, something tells me that's gonna be the most rigged game of the World Cup. <laughs> what do you mean? Qatar 5 like Not Not, not, <laughs> not an Ecuador's favorite. Three <laughs> pens for Qatar, bro. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean, bro? Host yeah. nation tax. Yeah. Nah, fuck that shit. What do you mean? Win. It's happened mean, many times. It's going to be tough, man. There's no way Ecuador are pulling up on the first day of the tournament and thrashing Qatar. It's happened no, with Russia, Ecuador, South Korea. Ecuador shit, too, but... No, they're not, not they, they have not impressed me in the in the last couple friendlies and shit, so... They, they're, they're, they're not bad in qualifiers, but in the last couple friendlies, they've just been poor. They've drawn so many games, but... Yeah, maybe Qatar sneaks a fucking penalty or something. Something <laughs> cheeky. Or a couple, bro. Yeah. Or a few. So we'll see how that goes. But, man, World Cup in the winter, man. It's good fucking. Yeah. It's weird. Interesting, bro. Kind of multiverse we living in. Literally. Crazy. But hope you guys enjoy. We got the new camera set up. The quality is going to be a lot better. The content is going to be coming out about 
lot better, a lot quicker. I'll do it for you guys, man. Cheers. You know who we are. Cheers, lot boys. Be the culture. And with that, we out. We out. Peace. <laughs>